guys, it's Brooke Eagle, and we are back with another episode of the First Scythe Magazine's podcast. And today I have two awesome guests from Habitat for Scythe. I have Lauren and Libby. Hey, ladies. Hey. What's up? Not much. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to have y'all. So we have some fun questions coming up. But before we do that, I want y'all to take a second to introduce yourselves. Tell us who you are, what you love to do what your job description is, that kind of thing. Okay, um, I'll go first. Uh, my name is Libby, and I am the uh, Director of Marketing with Habitat for Humanity of Forsyth County. And so I help connect the dots to all of the different departments and really help showcase what they're doing, the good work that they're doing, help promote them, um, and just basically spread the word of everything that we're doing and what our needs are. Um, I enjoy my work. I love my work. Um, and when I'm not working, I really enjoy um, being a mother to two very opinionated and um, spunky girls. So I love it. Yeah. Opinionated is a good thing. You yes. Know? It's I remember the first time I met you, we had coffee. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh, I just really like this girl. We just we just clicked right. me and you yes. and Keela. It's been, that's been a couple years ago, I guess. It, it was a few years ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah no masks. Uh -oh. Yeah, the, pre, the pre-COVID days. <laughs> right, I know. We took know. it for granted. We did, we did. <laughs> All right, Lauren, what about you? So Lauren Davis, I'm the Chief Development Officer for Habitat for Scythe. I've been with the team for about a year, um, and I lead our fundraising efforts for the affiliate. Oh, exciting. Um, so what I love most about my job is you know, I get paid to connect folks in the community uh, with the work that we do and help them fulfill their uh, philanthropic goals. I like that. Yeah, I'm excited to dive into some of the things that Habitat does because I think people, there's a lot of uh, myths and misconceptions about what Habitat mm -hmm. does and doesn't do, so we can dive into some of that. But first, I have a couple of fun questions for y'all. Okay. You ready? Right. Yeah. Put you in the hot seat. You say fun, and they're like, oh. They're like, no, <laughs> this is not fun. <laughs> I like this question. I'm going to think about the answer myself, too. If you had to delete all but three apps from your smartphone, which three would you keep? Ooh. Ooh. I, okay. I would keep, this is Libby, I would keep Calm. That's a great app. Oh, yeah. Um, similar to Headspace. Um, I would keep... DoorDash, even though I probably need to delete that because that's <laughs> become a habit. Um, and then, I mean, let me look at my phone. I mean, can the rest go, including like... <laughs> you don't even have to keep three. No. I think that's it. That's Just hilarious. completely disconnect from the world. I like it. I like it. No texting, no social media, yep. no phone. Yeah. <laughs> What about you, Lauren? Definitely DoorDash. Um, that's definitely become a staple yeah. in my life. Um, I'd ha I hate to say it, but Instagram, I don't think I could live without it. Mm, yeah, uh, without I do love some Instagram. The mindless true. scrolling that I get from Instagram. That's um, true. I'll go ahead and add that on as my third. Yeah. <laughs> so you can be like semi-connected. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like my, my therapist would want me to say headspace, uh, but, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I might have to go with... Um, my my kids daycare app because that's mm. great you I mean, know that's probably helpful it's nice to be able to see what they're doing during the day and get pictures and updates oh and that's so cool so. i love that i love it okay next question if you could be guaranteed one thing in life besides money what would it be 
Hmm. Oh, this is Lauren. I would say happiness. I think yeah. that's all, you know, I think ultimately at the end of the day, that's, that's all of our goals. It's yeah. just to be happy. You don't have much without that. You know? Right. Right. Honestly, yeah. that's exactly the one word I was thinking of. Yeah. So yeah. Love it. Okay. Last question. What's your guilty pleasure? Mm. <laughs> I can go first. <laughs> I think everyone that I work with knows mine. Um, so my guilty pleasure, this is Libby, is actually um, Bravo. Uh, it's yes. a great way just to like disconnect. All the reality television. All the reality television. You don't have to really think a lot. Yeah. Like you can just sit there and take it in and it's not like life altering. <laughs> so. That's so true. Like even some movies that you watch, it's like too much. It's like, no, I just yeah. want to zone out. I don't want to have to concentrate yeah. on this. Right. What about you? So mine is definitely TV um, a little bit different. I, um, and my husband will attest to this. I love anything, any kind of period drama. So anything that didn't take place in this century or even mm -hmm. maybe the previous one um, and definitely not this country. So yeah, it takes you like to a different yeah, reality. A different time. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. I like it. Escapism. Yes. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. Just different time period. Exactly. I like it. My guilty pleasure is all the sour candy. It's my favorite. Um, yeah. Like I buy these ginormous bags of like Sour Patch Kids and I'm like, mm. oh, they're so good. <laughs> I just introduced my seven year old to those recently and Oof. she is addicted. They're so good. They like hurt your tongue like they in do. a good way, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so Habitat for Scythe, I love the work that y'all do, but I also get almost frustrated with the misconceptions that, mm -hmm. that come with mm -hmm. that. So I want to yeah. talk about some of those for a second. The, <laughs> the main one being that you guys give away houses for free. Let's touch on that for right. a minute. Um, no, we definitely do not give the houses away for free. Um, so we have different programs and all of the programs are aimed at helping provide safe, healthy, affordable housing solutions. And um, one of our most well-known solutions is home ownership. And so what that is, is families come to us and they earn um, between 25% and 81% of the, or sorry, 85% of the area median income. So, um, they earn a low income. Mm -hmm. And so they come to us, they wouldn't traditionally qualify for a traditional mortgage. So they come to us, um, once they're approved, they start going through classes and doing volunteer hours, and then they actually build on their home. And at the end of it, they actually purchase the house. And so they're purchasing the house. Um, but like I said before, they're paying an affordable mortgage. So typically in Forsyth County, if someone wants to rent a home that's a three-bedroom home, you're typically going to find those between $900 and $1,200 range. Yeah. Well, um, and probably even more. The rental market mm -hmm. is right, crazy right, right. now. And, and honestly, like a lot of the times when we'll go in and we'll do um, preliminary interviews for families that want to join the program because there does have to be a need. And one of those needs is the conditions that you're living in. Yeah. And like, they're not always the best conditions either. Um, yeah. But when people purchase a home from us, it's their home. They buy the home. And honestly, they're paying to own their home. They're paying between $350 and $500 a month. Wow. So they're paying less than their rent, but right. they get to have that feeling that this is mine. I own it. I, right. That's exactly. so, so much more motivating to take care of something right. that's yours. You right. Know? And we also, I mean, that leads into another great point. Um, we also offer classes that are open to the general public, how to maintain a home, how oh. to repair 
Yeah. So you don't have to apply to the program Mm-mm. to do these classes. No, the um, home ownership program, that's its own program. But everything else we do, um, aside from our repair program, everything else we do is open to the general public. All huh. of our classes, um, our campus has a lot of different capabilities that um, we always want to bring people out and show them mm-hmm. what we have there. And we're always open to new ideas, too. Yeah, so. that's awesome. So what's another myth that comes to mind that is pretty common that you guys deal with a lot or misconception? I would think uh, for me, I think, uh, you know, having been one of the more recent members Mm -hmm. of the team to join, you know, I was part of that general public that had misconceptions. And honestly, for me, I had no idea the scale of what our local affiliate here is doing, you know, just in. Forsyth County last year, we built 11 homes. And that's during, you know, COVID, the pandemic, which um, obviously slowed our production a bit. Um, And I don't think that the general public is aware of just the great need for affordable housing here in our community. Um, There are a ton of statistics that we could, you know, throw out there about it. But I think probably the most poignant is that in the entire country, Forsyth County ranks third worst in terms of economic mobility, which means that in Forsyth County, if you're born into poverty, then chances are you're probably going to stay there. And that's really what we exist to try to combat is um, helping folks create that generational wealth that comes from home ownership so that they can really change the trajectory of their lives. Yeah, I love that because when you get in the rent cycle, it's really Mm -hmm. hard to get out of it. So Mm -hmm. I think that what Habitat does is so meaningful and to take those classes along with it Mm -hmm. to teach you rather than just quote unquote give a house is, I mean, it's like when people win the lottery and then they ended up blowing it all because they didn't have any like financial training or um, to to know how to handle that kind of money. Right, and a lot of the... um, future homeowners that are in the program they're going to be the first generation in their family to own a home and so when you've when all you've known is the rental process and um having a maintenance person there to handle anything like mm-hmm. home ownership is a completely different um way of um like you, there's just more that you have to take care of yourself. And yeah. so yeah. we really want to make sure that as these homeowners are purchasing their homes, they're really, they're not caught off guard. They're not, pre- they are prepared to yeah. recognize things when maybe they need to call a professional or um, honestly empower them to be able to fix it themselves. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, YouTube University. (laughs) Right, exactly, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I think that, and that's such a powerful point. So when you're, you know, these families that are moving into these homes, if they have a young child who that's, who now they only know living in a home that they own, when they grow up, that's what they're Mm going to think is normal and they're going to want to buy a home rather than getting into the the rental cycle too. So it's definitely the perfect way to shift the generation. Mm -hmm. And that's our dream. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So I know that's obviously a huge portion of what y'all do. And I want to build that into the Hammer Society. Tell us about about that. I'll I'll let Lauren take that one. So the Hammer Society really is kind of a reimagining of um, the Women Build program, which Which I love. I've done that before, and it is so empowering. It is. It's been um, a well-loved initiative, um, really nationwide for 
I think going on 20, maybe even 30 years now mm-hmm. in some locations. 1991, I think it um, started in Charlotte, actually. Very cool. First. Yeah. And so it's this kind of really um, empowering, focused week where women come together to physically build homes, to fundraise, to help fund those homes, and to connect with other women in the community. Um, And when COVID hit and we weren't able to welcome volunteers to our job sites and we weren't able to host events, you know, we really had to shift how we looked at things and how we were going to raise the funds we needed to continue building um, homes and providing our work. And so we, um, you know, thinking about, um, you know, who it is that typically have supported us in the past, um, a lot of male donors. And so we wanted to really engage some more women in the community. Um, And we know that women have really had to, especially in this pandemic, I think it's really highlighted the, the challenges that women face from working from home um, or working as essential workers, trying to find childcare for their kids or managing them when they're virtual or then going back to school. I mean, it's it's really just highlighted the challenges they face. And so the Hammer Society really is a way that we take that excitement that is generated through one week of Women Build and kind of keep that going year round. Very cool. Um, so women, we have membership available. It starts at $250. And um, with that, women um, create, come um, enter this kind of community of women. Um, we'll host quarterly networking events. So we're going to host a kickoff in November at our new uh, Peters Creek Restore location um, after hours so women can kind of come in and see what that store is all about. Um, learn a little bit from some homeowners who've recently had their, um, who recently purchased their home and have moved in. Um, and then each uh, quarter will host event. It'll vary. Um, so we're looking at doing some of those home maintenance classes. So women who want to learn how to do basic things like changing a light fixture or maybe basic plumbing um, to um, learning how to paint furniture and that sort of I thing. I love it. So Even some DIY, like how to paint a room efficiently. Yeah. Tips, which yes. I could have used a few weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the light fixture one interests me. Like I wish I could figure out how to hang a light fixtures so frustrating mm. well you'll have to join yeah, and yeah. I was gonna say, so who who is the your ideal woman that joins the hammer society and how do you go about joining yeah so i mean we're really looking for any women in the community who are passionate about our work who are looking to um, connect with like-minded women um, who really truly want to make a difference in the lives of other people um, it's really easy to become a member um, you can visit our website you can sign up online at thehammersociety.org okay. um, we also you can sign up and pay your membership in monthly or quarterly installments um, and we also have a commitment form that can be downloaded and, and mailed in as well to our office cool very cool so are there any I know COVID has put a monkey wrench in things, but are there any opportunities for volunteers to come out and help build right now, or is that on pause? So we're very fortunate that we have been able to open up our volunteer program again. Okay, now, there good. are some restrictions, and we're keeping those uh, group sizes um, small so that we can stay safe. Um, and we are asking volunteers to wear masks as well. So folks can come out um, and build on our job sites and also volunteer in our restores as well. Yeah, so how would that work? If you wanted to get a group together to volunteer at a job site, would you just reach out to you guys on your website? You can reach out to us on our website. Um, Our volunteer engagement manager, Debbie Sesta, um, loves working with groups and planning a really engaging day of building. Um, And so you could contact her. Um, You could email her at debbie.com 
Sesta, it's C-E-S-T-A, at okay. habitatforsythe.org, and she can get you going on a volunteer opportunity. Awesome. We'll put that email address in the show notes to direct awesome. people to that. But I think, yeah, I've done it with a group before, and it's just so, it's fun. You, it's, you just feel good when you mm-hmm. leave and you learn something new. These builders are so patient <laughs> right? And <laughs> to teach you how to do things. And the best part is you don't have to have any experience. Yeah, that's um, really important to note, I think, because it, it may seem intimidating, like, oh my gosh, I can't like build a house. I had know nothing about right. that. But like right. anybody can be helpful in some way. Right, and we have, site. we periodically have staff build days where, bless their hearts, the construction staff takes us all under their wing. <laughs> Um, and so there was one, it was like two years ago and I ended up laying tile in a kitchen and I've you go, never, girl. N- I mean, <laughs> and I've never laid tile in my life. So that's intimidating. That intimidates me. Yes. It was very tile. intimidating, but it was, they were kind of like, this is what we have for you to do. And so they're, they're very good at making you feel comfortable and asking questions, um, and really guiding you through your volunteer experience while you're in their hands. Yeah. Yeah such a cool volunteer opportunity. So let's shift into the restore, which I know some people mm-hmm. know about the restore, but some people may be totally unfamiliar. Well, and I, it. it's a great point. I think that's, again, another misconception is a lot of people either know about the restores or they know about Habitat for Humanity and they don't necessarily know at all that they're connected or how they're connected. Or they don't know they're open to the public. Right, exactly. right. Yeah. Um, for donations and shopping. Um, and so what the restore... What the restores are, they are a retail location and they sell gently used and actually some brand new home furnishings. Oh, yeah. I have seen some nice stuff in there. Like yes. you'll yeah. you'll find a lot of new products that you'll typically find in like Home Goods or Target. Um, but the best part is for our donated product, which comes from generous members of the community who are going through their home um and just saying i don't need that sofa i don't need that lamp anymore mm-hmm. um members of the community donate the products or like i said we purchase some and but all of them they're um typically between 25 and 80 percent off a retail the retail price that you will find wow at a normal retail store that's awesome yeah. and so then if you donate to the restores any of your used goods or if you go in and shop what happens is the um, proceeds from those purchases go to Habitat for Humanity of Forsyth County so that and supports our administrative costs mm-hmm. so that we can do more for our local neighbors in Forsyth County. I love that. Yeah. I love that. So how many restore locations do y'all have? We have four now. Wow. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like Lauren said, our new location is at um 2551 Peters Creek Parkway. Okay, so you have Peters um, Creek, Louisville. Louisville. Kernersville. Kernersville, mm-hmm. and then we also have the original store at Coliseum Drive. Ah, yes. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we have a couple more minutes. Are there any last things that y'all want to tell our listeners about Habitat? Things that are coming up? I think there's a really good, um, there's a really good recent memory that I have that just... Like when it happened, I was like, I wish everyone could see this. And it was uh, at um, one of our most recent home dedications. Actually, the last two home dedications, there were moments mm-hmm. like that um, where the kids of the family really like highlighted what it's all about. And at the first one, um, Anila, who's the granddaughter of the homeowner, 
we were getting ready to like have their celebration like right before they close on their home and purchase their home and she just comes running up the driveway and she just like shouted this is my home um and that was so memorable and then the last dedication we did um the homeowner's daughter just i mean she spoke better than i think i i ever could and just like put into words just what she observed as her mom went through the process and journey towards becoming a homeowner. And it was just, it was one of those things that I wish everyone could have seen. And you can see those moments on our social media, but just to be there. Is, oh, to be there. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's amazing to witness. Sorry. I just rambled, but you may no, have something no, else you'd like to. <laughs> I think that was a great point to highlight. And those two homes that Libby was talking about were actually the first two homes that we dedicated in our newest neighborhood. So oh, okay. um, we purchased uh, really the last kind of undeveloped land in Winston-Salem back in December of 2019 and um, called Stone Terrace. And okay. um, over the next five to seven years, we'll build um, 73 homes in that neighborhood. And so wow. two down and 71 more to go. Right. That's so yeah. exciting. Well, I love that you shared those moments because I think sometimes I'm sure even with y'all working in the nonprofit, you can get mm-hmm. kind of caught up in the details and in all mm-hmm, of this planning definitely. and management that it's nice to go back to the basics. Like, why are we doing this? Exactly. This is why it's, we do this. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can tell that y'all are super passionate about mm-hmm. what you do and that makes me happy. It's always good to see that. So tell us how we can um, touch base with you guys if we're interested in volunteering one more time. Okay. And then we'll wrap it up. Okay. Um, I'll just say that if you, if you want to get in contact with us, the best way to do that is through our general website is habitatforsyth.org. Um, if you're interested in the Hammer Society, it's thehammersociety.org. Um, you can just go straight there and get all set up. Awesome. Um, And that's how you can get in contact with us. Awesome. Well, Libby, Lauren, thank y'all so much for coming on. Thank you, Brooke. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you, Brooke. Yeah. And as always, you can find Forsyth Mags on social media, on our website, ForsythMags.com, and at Forsyth Mags on all the social media platforms. And that is a wrap for today. The views and opinions stated on this podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily those of our distributors or hosting companies. This podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without expressed written consent of Forsyth Magazines Incorporated. Ooh, that's a mouthful. <laughs>